YouTube Shorts coming to the United States and Facebook and Google test different paths to news. It's Monday, February 22nd, 2021. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 436 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 436 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wickert, and we have a lot to get through this week, including one one big story that is going to uh, have long-lasting implications. But first, let's just talk about YouTube Shorts. So YouTube is getting ready to launch Shorts, a feature similar to TikTok in the United States this upcoming March. It's been in testing in India where it has reported the number of channels using Shorts tripling and receiving 3.5 billion daily views globally. So they're seeing this as a success for right now. Shorts would follow up Instagram's reels in trying to duplicate TikTok's success as YouTube looks to try to keep at least some of the engagement on its platform from shifting to TikTok. Uh, the introduction of Shorts, it will come with new monetization features. So it's not just Shorts, but it's all of these other new ways for creators to monetize their channels and new ways for fans to pay creators directly through a new feature called applause. So what, how applause works is fans can buy a clapping animation and then share that with influencers, which in turn influencers can, uh, turn into monetary compensation. YouTube's also rolling out these shopping experiences that will allow viewers to purchase items discussed directly on a creator's channels. Creators will be able to tag products. They can receive a cut of revenue whenever a product is purchased. It's important to note that like Shorts is launching, but Shorts is just one pillar of the announcements coming from YouTube. Yes, Shorts, Shorts is going to be this new content feature that creators will be able to play with, engage with, and hopefully from YouTube's point of view, create on YouTube versus moving to TikTok. But it's also giving creators a lot more monetization options. So I think what YouTube is doing is they're making a similar play to Snapchat, which has this spotlight feature. They set aside $1 million per day to entice creators to share entertaining TikTok-like content for a chance at a cut of that money. So it's the tool shorts, but also uh, YouTube is making sure these creators get a pretty big carrot as well. All right, let's talk about that big story that I was talking about. And, you know, I'm sure you've been hearing this as well. I've talked about it briefly on the podcast over previous weeks, but this week we saw it take a big step forward. This week, Facebook stopped allowing Australians to view and share news on its platform after Australia introduced a new law that would require tech platforms to pay for news content on their platforms. So Facebook is now using AI to stop any news content from being shared in Australia, arguing that the news publishers benefit from sharing on Facebook more than Facebook benefits from their content being shared on its platform. Facebook 
They have stepped away from the bargaining table. They are inflicting pain. Google, on the other hand, they're taking a completely different approach, but one that's potentially just as problematic. Google, they signed a deal with News Corp, which will pay News Corp to distribute articles across Google's platforms. There are a few things on here that are troublesome. Uh, First, Facebook's going to stop sharing the very content it needs most on its platform in Australia, or in everywhere for that matter, but that's factual information to help counter the misinformation that's rampant on its platform. Facebook is hoping the harm it induces in Australia is going to just scare any other country out of making similar moves. I think like Facebook is really showing, giving other countries an experiment to see what tamping down on Facebook could actually look like. So I think that's going to be interesting. But we also see publishers, they still need Facebook. And Facebook users arguably need trustworthy publishers. A majority of users get their news directly from Facebook, for better or for worse. Now Facebook has been paying these news publishers Uh, for some time through its Facebook news program. The New York Times, they even cited Facebook revenue in their earnings report. But this law, it forces Facebook to implement a program that it's, it's not willing to embrace. And I would argue it doesn't really fix anything, even if Facebook were to just say, hey, let's pay the publishers. There's still this antagonistic element between Facebook and publishers that needs to be resolved. And and this law does nothing to to solve it, clearly. Third, on the Google front, Google's dominance means whoever it has struck a deal with is going to receive priority treatment on its platform. But, But the revenue to these publishers, as pointed out by Jeff Jarvis, who I was reading this week, it won't be going to make journalism better. It's just going to be basically going to Rupert Murdoch and the rest of News Corp to increase the margins of the company. The problem here, it's not publishers getting paid for content. The problem is the ad revenue model that has siphoned ad dollars away from publishers to Facebook and Google. Now, legislation we see is being introduced to redirect some money to publishers when really it's just the ad model that needs to be fixed. The focus probably should be more on Facebook and Google collaborating with publishers to better share and distribute ad revenue, like give publishers a chance to recoup the lost dollars over the last few years. Everything else is trying, I think, and effectually to fix some symptoms, not the underlying disease. And I it, I don't think this law, as well-intentioned as it is, solves any problems. And I don't think Facebook or Google, for that matter, end up looking good. It's clearly just a bad situation. And I think it's because we're not really addressing the real issue, which is the ad model. All right, that's it for the week's main story. So now I'm going to dive into a handful of news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. So let's talk about Epic Games. They're continuing their legal fight with Apple filing a complaint with the EU over App Store policies. This suit, it's in addition to ones it has in Australia, speaking of, and the United States. It argues that Apple's policies of requiring developers to use its own payment systems and then charge a commission as high as 30% deserves some antitrust regulation. Apple argues that it, that it is protecting customers. 
LinkedIn, they're working to develop a program that offers advertising and promotional opportunities for influencers on its platform. This program will be designed to give influencers more incentive to post and create content within the LinkedIn platform. It may lead to the creation of a creator marketplace, allowing brands to more easily tap into those influencers even more. We'll see. Roku, they may be following up their acquisition of Quibi content with some original content of their own. A LinkedIn job listing referred to a role in, quote, building an expanding slate of original content, unquote. Roku has not confirmed the move, but given its emphasis on ad revenue, the move, it wouldn't be too much of a surprise, especially after the Quibi content purchase. And Facebook, they launched a live test of their Cameo-like fee- like offering that they call Super. Super, it, it works like Cameo. Users pay celebrities for video chats and personalized messages. It's also highlighting events featuring celebs that users can pay to join. All right, that's it for episode 436 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, I always want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments, let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you are so inclined and have the time, please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.